Hi there and welcome to this video for Senior Physics on Nuclear Physics. In this video we're going to look at the FET simulation looking at nuclear fission and chain reactions. Now what I will have done is put a um, link to this um, simulation on this post so that you can actually go away and play for yourselves. And it's a good way for you to actually play with nuclear power without actually causing a nuclear explosion, which I always think is a really good um, idea. So let's get started. Um, as I say, I'll do a run through to try to explain exactly um, what's going on using these really good animations and then you can hop onto that link and um, have a play for yourself. Okay, so I'll just close this down. So when you open up our nuclear, um, our nuclear fission simulation, these are the three things that you're going to be looking at. You've got fission occurring for one nucleus. You can look at an area of chain reaction. And then we can look at what happens in a nuclear reactor. So it's very, very straightforward. Um, we'll have a look at the nuclear fission of uh, one nucleus first, and then uh, we can work out what's going on afterwards. So what we've got here is a neutron gun. Hence, we've got a neutron uh, gun, sorry. And this button here is going to allow us to fire that neutron. So you can see the neutron is going to come out as a gray particle. We've got red, which is going to denote our um, positive particles, our protons. Now we've got uranium-235. Now remember, uranium-235 is the really um, fissile um, fuel that which we can utilize. Remember, 238 is um, naturally occurring ore. 235 is the one which is really going to be to decay quite quickly. Down at the bottom here, what we've got is the amount of potential energy which is present in the nucleus, the total amount of energy, and the distance that the nuclei are going to work from as they move away from that in the initial nucleus. So let's have a look, a quick look, and uh, see what happens. So I'm gonna fire my neutron, there we go, bang, it's gonna explode, and the result is we're going to liberate two daughter nuclei. Let's try again. There's the neutron, gets really, really big, and then it explodes. And what we should notice, I'm gonna do it one more time. I'm gonna try and pause it. What we now can see, I got that just right, that was really cool that, um, as the uh, nucleus was down here, it's jostling because it's got that increase with that neutron. The space between it is really, really um, stressed. The result is eventually can't take it anymore. And then what we get is this particle and this particle, which are the daughter nuclei, they're gonna be emitted, that they're gonna have the combined energy of the, um, of the initial nucleus and here are our three neutrons which are going to be generated from that, um, from that uh, particle. We will notice that as, we, as they move away, the actual distance is actually going to um, decrease from the nucleus. So let's have a look at it one more time. There, off they go. Reset that nucleus. Fire that neutron in there. Bang. Okay, there are our two daughter nuclei, you can see the energy that's being generated. This is why it's such a really, really good simulation. Um, you can see the energy which has been generated here. There's our nuclei moving out. They combine to have the total, the total amount of energy with this energy here. So the mass of all of these three will have a mass defect, but the energy which is generated here will be the difference between the daughter nuclei, the neutrons, and the actual um, compared to the initial 235 plus that neutron, if that makes sense. So that mass defects is coming out in that energy form, which you can see in that pinky area. So let's just finish that off. It's marvelous. Okay, so let's look what happens when we look at a chain reaction. 
So what we can do here, still got our same, our same neutron gun, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put in a load of 235. Okay, so I'm gonna have, let's put it 75%. Actually, no, let, let's start down, let's put something around about 25%, 235. And then I'm gonna put the natural law of, I'll put 75%, makes it 100 and then I've got 238 and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to fire my gun and see what happens so here's my neutron now you notice nothing happens here why is that well basically the 238 is really really stable okay so all it does is it absorbs the neutron and nothing happens so let's change it again so we had 25 and 73 so we'll, we'll change it again and we'll have 75 235 and we'll put 20 okay, let's put 24 now let's see what happens now we've got this really fissile material now that 235 remember is going to break up into our two types of um, daughter cells plus those three neutrons so watch what happens now that's what we call a chain reaction now you can see there how quickly those 235s decrease. Let's do it one more time. So as soon as that neutron hits that, um, oh, let's move it this way. Didn't realize it could do that, but that's cool. Let's do it this way. Let's see if we can slow it down. So when that neutron's going to hit, it's going to hit this one here. And then as soon as it hits that, that 235, that's going to break up into those dual nuclei. So remember what happened in that first fission? That nucleus got really, really stressed, couldn't take it anymore, and then bang! Okay, those two daughter nuclei are released, three neutrons have then been generated, and then those three neutrons then go on and hit another 235. Okay, so let's go. Whoops, there we go. Cool. Watch it go, watch it go, watch it go, and there's our there's our chain reaction. You can see what's left over. We've got some of the 238, it's been converted into um, uh, 239. Now weapons grade um, uranium will have 90% 235. So let's put that, so that's basically what you find in a nuclear nuclear weapon, give or take. Okay, uh, we'll reset all those nuclei. Okay, so I'm just going to turn the gun, I'm just going to hit it straight. Watch how quickly this decreases. Here we go. Bang, bang, bang. Now think about all of that energy which is generated from that chain reaction. Okay. Now we can put a containment vessel if we wanted to. So we could put all those in there and have my 90... 90%... Oh, I don't know what happened there. 90% here. There we go. Oh, doesn't want to do it. Basically, we can't get as much in there, so maybe we'll, we'll put it, we'll just put that. Basically, have that quite small. There we go. Let's see what happens. No, it's got zero there. Won't allow it, won't allow it. Slow that down a wee bit. I don't think that's going to work. Oh, it will allow it. So let's put it in the containment field. Hit that neutron. Look how quickly that goes. Now, all that energy is going to be contained within the uh, nucleus, and of course what we're left over, this is our nuclear um, waste, 
just going to be left over and we're going to have to break that down and, and remove it, etc, etc. So how does this work in a nuclear reactor? Okay, well look at it. This is an example of a nuclear reactor. Now in here, we've got, um, each one of these will be like a fuel rod. Now we can see those fuel rods in this reactor from Penn State here, which is, this is the nice thing about the simulation. It's got so many different things in it. Each one of these here are going to be the um, fuel rods. Okay, so those fuel rods basically are these um, uranium particles that we've got here. Then what we've got here is a, con a control rod. Now the control rod basically are those cadmium or boron controls. We can see the amount of heat energy which is generated here. Now remember that heat energy is going to be picked up by that moderator. Remember that moderator was heavy water. Heavy water basically has an extra neutron and as a result, because it's got that extra neutron, it doesn't absorb those neutrons. It contains the um, neutrons within the fuel rod, allowing more um, neutrons to occur. Now remember those neutrons will follow a chain reaction. So as soon as we get that 235, which produces um, those three extra neutrons, those neutrons will go and hit another 235 and so forth and so on, and it will keep going. So let's open up our control rods so that we've got 100%. Now what I want you to look over here is the amount of power, joules per second, and the amount of energy which is going to be produced. Look at the temperature gauge, if you can at the same time. I'll run this a couple of times so that you can look at first the energy graphs first and then the temperature after. So. Let's look at the energy graph first. So I'm gonna fire my neutron into my um, containment vessel. This is the containment vessel here. These are each of my fuel rods. So watch what happens. And you'll see them all breaking down into, there we go, bang. So you can see the power output that we're generating here is pretty high. Look at that, the temperature is really, really big. And we're producing a certain amount of energy. Okay, so all the energy has basically been created We've got a couple of 235 left over. So let's reset it, do the same thing, and you can look at the how the um, temperature goes up inside. So remember, that temperature will be picked up by that, that water. Okay, and you can see it changing color. It's getting hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. There we go. So we're actually going probably over the level or the limits that we can we can set up. So what we can do is we can put these fuel rods in. So let's put the fuel rods in. Let's put it about a third of the way in. Now what those fuel rods do will absorb some of those neutrons. So if we're absorbing some of those neutrons, there's less that's going to be hitting the um, nucleus. So let's fire those neutrons now. Here we go. And we can see the power output. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting some. Remember it got right up to the top um, in our last one. Okay, we can still see that we've got quite a high energy there, but it, we haven't really got over halfway on that power output, which is good. Now it's gonna take longer for that total energy to be produced. If we pull that maybe to two thirds, let's see what happens when that works. So if we fire those neutrons again, looking for that chain reaction, nothing happens. Okay, what's happened now is all those neutrons have been contained, they've been absorbed by the cadmium, and we've virtually got very little output. We put it at 50%, reset those nuclei, fire those neutrons, let's see what happens. Now you can see here that the temperature is, is, is nice and hot, we haven't gone too high, we've got time, we've got depleted cells beginning to go down, and what we're looking for is to try and get as much energy out of the 
um, the vessel as we possibly can. And that's fundamentally how a nuclear reactor works. So you can see here by moving our control rods, we can tr control the flow of neutrons and as a result, we can control the energy output and the power output of, from our nuclear reactor. So I hope that's been useful to you. It's sort of, we've sort of run through in the simulation as to how to use our, our fission reactors, how fission occurs, how a chain reaction occurs, and how that can then be utilized within a reactor to make heat. Remember that heat is gonna convert water to steam. That steam will drive the turbines. Once that turbines will produce those ele that electricity. The other form that we can do is we can absorb some of those um, neutrons and use those neutrons to stimulate other elements to make new elements or, or things that we want to we want to utilize okay well i hope that's been useful to you do um, pop onto the simulation have a play for yourself um, thank you for watching and i look forward to you joining me again bye for now